Hello and welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of sleep-deprived painters with way too many board games. I'm Tom and I'm joined by... Justin. Adam. And Debbie. And today we are going to be talking about our playthrough of Fresco by Queen Games, a game about painting a fresco. If you, you know, a fresco is a, a, a painting that's right on the wall. You don't, there's no canvas. There's no, it's no, no what's a medium? Is that the word? Is that the word I'm looking for? I, I was going to ask, uh, I was going to, I was about to ask what a fresco was. Cause yeah, fresco, it's just like right on the, right on the surface. You don't put anything, you don't like paint it on a canvas or nothing. Just fire it right up on that wall. Just get it up there. Yeah. That's a fresco. Fantastic. Anyway, uh, I'll just, I'm going to go, I don't have, because I'm packing to move house, I don't have the back of the box, but we've managed to find a, a a couple of, couple of versions of, uh, one's the international version and one's the like American one. Uh, I'll just, I'll start reading the English part of this, uh, this, uh, this international release of the back of the box. Now there's been like 13, 18 expansions or something and they released a big box. I don't have that. We have, I have, I have like the regular, 2010 edition of this and we only played the base game but this thing comes with or can come with a ludicrous number of expansions uh and here's here's what it says the bishop awaits high-ranking visitors the country's most renowned fresco painters are hired to make the magnificent cathedral's ceiling painting shine like new who will have such skillful planning that they will gain the most victory points at the end of the game with the three included expansion modules which can be combined with the base game as you wish fresco offers a constantly new new game experience even to frequent players i don't think that's that's not a good sentence guys (laughs) that's the queen game special holy shit uh, sorry, I'm having a rough go with this. First, it's blurry. Second of all, it's not great English. First module, the portraits. Second module, the bishop's request. Third module, special blend colors. Yeah, that's... Ooh. Just going to quickly look at the English one. Oh, man. Maybe I should just read the, read the American <laughs> one here. It's mostly the same. This looks more fun, though. The bishop awaits high-ranking visitors, but the large fresco, the painting at the ceiling of the cathedral, urgently needs to be restored. The country's most renowned fresco painters are hired to make the magnificent painting shine like new. A busy workday needs careful planning. Paints for the work in the cathedral must be bought, the fresco must be restored, and new paints for the next day must be blended. In case the income is insufficient, additional orders in the studio have to be met. This may spoil the mood of the apprentices. Who will have such a skillful planning that they will gain the most victory points at the end of the game and become the most successful fresco painter fresco is an atmospheric family game for two to four players aged 10 years and above the three included expansion modules may be combined with the basic game as you wish they will increase the challenge and playing time bit by bit each gameplay of fresco will be a new experience also for hardcore gamers i mean it's a little bit more interesting but it's also and that one also kind of sucks i was gonna say i think it's (laughs) just as poorly worded It, it needed a once over (laughs) <laughs> and this is where I announce my uh, my new service, where you send me something along with five dollars, and I will proofread it to make sure that it makes a lick of goddamn sense for you. <laughs> Are you Jesus. setting up a background a uh, job on Fiverr? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like I will read your like short little blurb and say, "Yeah, this kind of makes sense," or "No, 
the saying each gameplay of Fresco will be a new experience also for hardcore gamers is kind of a run on. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway. Jesus. Yeah, I, I feel like I should do that same service, except just send me your rule book and I'll tell you where you're going to run into a whole bunch of arguments once it hits the table. Yeah. <laughs> just like just like red <laughs> highlighting on this. This part's going to cause you a nightmare, man. Just don't bother. Oh, yeah. Fresco. Yeah. Fresco. It is about it's about points, but it's about uh, painting a fresco. Or Gotta paint that one. fresco, man. Oh man, got to get up there and get, paint that fresco. You know, there's a picture of uh, you know, it needs it needs some touching up. And to do the touch ups, you're gonna need paint, and you're gonna need paints that are red, yellow, blue, green, orange, purple, all the colors, all the primary colors and their fun combinations. That's right. So this game, uh, the, the the way you set this up is everyone gets a little uh, gets a little bored, which is where you're going to be sort of planning out your day. Each board has uh, the associated actions along with in they have the associated actions in columns and they're separated into three rows. The uh, the implication of this is that when you're putting down one of your like five little dudes, you can put them in these spots, and it means that you can do each of the actions like up to three times depending on where you put your sleep deprived workers um these sections are uh buying paints from the market uh painting the fresco doing portraits blending paints and then going to the theater and i'll sort of explain what these what these do because the the game is split up into rounds and each round is consisting of two phases the first phase is what's called the wake up time and the second phase is like your planning and then executing each of these at each of these each of these areas on the board one by one so the way wake up time works is that you're going to go and you're going to whoever is the furthest behind on the track gets to choose whether they want to wake up at a leisurely nine o'clock, a little little earlier at eight, seven's pushing it, six is really early, and five is just going to get you in trouble. Uh, you decide which one of these things you, which one of these spaces you want to occupy, and what that does is essentially sets up the turn order. So if you go out to the market at five o'clock, you're going to be able to get your paints earlier, and you're going to be able to paint the fresco earlier, which lets you get a jump on other people. Uh, going later obviously means that you're later in the turn order. So this is essentially like the f- person who is furthest behind gets to pick what what level of uh, or what what spot they want to have in the turn order. So if you desperately need to be first, you can pick five o'clock. If you don't care and you, you can be last, you get you can take the the nine o'clock spot. And these have implications because in the next phase, when you go to the market, uh, you you pay an amount that is based on the time that you you picked. So if you decide that you want to get up at five a.m. and send your shithead to the market or your shitheads to the market, you you're going to be paying a little bit more because they're like, oh man, we can fleece these guys for everything. And so you pay like four coins or something, four or five. I think it's four. I think four is the highest. Yeah, you pay four money for each tile or for like each set of paints that you buy. And so this can add up. And as you go further on in the time, the prices go down. So it's like four, three, two, two, and then one. So if your if your guys are getting up at nine o'clock, damn near the crack of noon, you know, there's not that many paints left. So they're like, yeah, we just want, want to get out of here. And so just flip me a coin and we'll be on our way. The other implication with the wake up time is that as you wake up earlier and earlier, you're uh, little workers who are the ones that are actually doing all of your uh, all of your jobs for you, your apprentices, they start to hate you. And so there's another <laughs> little track where you move your move your pawn sort of up and down this tracker. And the further down you go, you run the risk of losing a worker for the rest of the round. So you you normally have five guys sitting around ready to deploy to pick up stuff or paint or whatever. But if you 
make them unhappy enough, you'll lose one of them. And if you make them happy enough, you get an extra guy because they're like, man, this guy's so chill. I'm going to work with him because he likes to wake up at nine o'clock and it's super awesome. Um, so the earlier you get up, the more of a penalty you'll get right away. And there's like two spots at the top of this tracker and two spots at the bottom of this tracker where you will, uh, if you, if you get up to the top two spots, you'll get an extra guy. And if you get to the bottom two spots, you'll lose a person until you like make your people happy enough to get out of that, like, uh, out of that area. Um, so you pick your wake up time, you move your dudes around to find out how many workers you'll be working with, and then you move on to planning. So everyone goes and they put their remaining dudes onto whatever spaces they want to do. Um, like in, so you, you hide your you hide your player board behind the screen and you pick out secretly what actions you want to try to accomplish. So if you're waking up at five and you want to just buy as many paints as possible, you can put three guys on the like buy paint stuff spot and that will let you buy three tiles later and then maybe like two in portraits or you know one in blending and one in frescoes or whatever whatever you need to do you plan out your turn. Then everyone reveals and they're like, haha, because depending on what you do may like depending on what the people earlier might pick, what might affect what's going on. And so they decided to just make it secret. So once everybody's planned out their turns, you go stepping through your player board, going through the actions left to right. And so the first thing is that you go to the market. And so whoever got up the earliest gets to pick one of these like four stalls where there are paints at and they can buy up to a number of tiles that are sitting there uh, up to the number uh, of workers that they've deployed onto this space. So if green is the first person to wake up and they've got two workers, they can go to stall one and like buy two of the tiles for $4 each. And they get to take those tiles and they get the paints associated with the with the colors that the colors and the numbers that are on or the number of paint uh, markers that are on that tile. So you might end up with like two blues and three reds, whatever, right? You put those secretly behind your board and you move on to the person who's next in the order. Interestingly, uh, the way it works is that once you go to a stall and you buy however much you're willing to purchase, that stall just like picks everything up and goes home for some reason. They're like, well, I made my my money. I'm out of here. And so even if you just buy one thing or nothing, the people that are in that stall just leave. And so there's nothing left uh, from that cart for anyone to buy. So if there's really good stuff in number four and you woke up at 5 a.m. but you have no money, you might just go over there and be like, ah, I just want to come over here and tell you to fuck off so that nobody else can buy your stuff. That's <laughs> true. It's true. Makes like no sense to me, like thematically, but whatever. It, it works. <laughs> so you go through your market square, you buy your paints, everyone's happy, they've got their stuff. Then you move on to the fresco, which is this um it's a little blurry. I think it's five by five grid that have these uh that have these tiles on them that have different combinations of paints on them. And essentially what you do is depending on how many workers you've got, you can spend paint to buy these tiles off this board, and then you get the points that are on it, and you get some income for the rest of the game. Um each tile I think is worth like one po- one one coin. Um so it's not like it's not like harder tiles get you more coins or anything like that. They're just usually worth more points. Also, there is like a like a the bishop is just like hanging around in your church, just like scowling at people. But if you happen to be next to this pawn that's sitting around and you are the way it works is like this pawn is sitting in the middle of the board when you start. And if you pay a coin, you can make him move one space in any direction and then buy your tiles. If you buy a tile that is underneath the bishop, he's like really, really watching you and you get an extra three points. If you buy a tile that is next to him, adjacent in any of the directions, he's just kind of watching, but he's sort of impressed. And so you get an extra two points. 
um, after you buy any of these tiles, he sort of just like goes over there and I don't know, critiques your work or something. And then it moves on to the next player. So in this way, like the bishop will sort of be moving around this board and you can kind of try to manipulate what tiles you want to buy to try to maximize the number of points. I don't understand why he has to be like hanging around the whole time, but maybe he's got nothing else to do. Um, there's also a couple spaces where you can just like dump paints if you need to, uh, like you don't have any tiles to buy, um, but that sort of just plays into the end of the game. Um, next on the list is portraits, and that's essentially you just get three coins for every worker that you've deployed, like painting portraits for weird looking families um then you go on to the blend paints part of the uh, part of the exercise here where you get to take your reds and yellows and blues and turn them into greens and oranges and purples and so that's a way that you can take your probably huge stockpile of primary colors and turn them into the more valuable uh more valuable secondary colors without like having to buy them from the market because they're usually harder to come by when you're purchasing than they are just like mixing a bunch of shit together um and finally the last square is making your people happy you go to the theater yay and i guess watch some shakespeare or some shit and you basically just get like you can bump up your your workers mood by two for every worker that's there it, it, the last space is the theater space yeah oh, okay I, I just figured i was just buying them all like a bottle of wine you know no no i mean no. whatever however you want to like candidate in your head it really doesn't matter <laughs> okay. like if you just want to that was going your, on in my head like the two you sent the two guys off to go buy a keg or something and you go back to their apartment and have a bender it really doesn't matter as long as they're happy and they wake up in the morning <laughs> right which i mean if you're going out to the theater at night and then you make them wake up at five in the morning i could see why someone would be pissed off enough to not bother showing up <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you keep repeating these rounds until there are six or fewer tiles left on the fresco board. And then if at the start of the round, there's six or fewer tiles, then that's like the last round. And then you sort of flip over your player board so that it doesn't have like the theater space and you get to do an extra bit of like painting to try to make up for maybe the huge stockpile of paints that you've accumulated and, uh, you know, try to make up some extra points. End of the game, um, you take your current score, which you should have been counting this whole time, and you get an extra point for every two coins that you happen to have lying around. So if you just, I don't know, spent the entire time painting pictures of inbred families, you can do that and, you know, get a few points out of that. Um, yeah. And so that's pretty much the game underneath the, uh, one of the nice things about this game is that underneath the fresco board or underneath the fresco tiles is a, is a little painting. So as you're going along, you can marvel at the little painting that you're, that you're revealing, which has a Um, few butts in it. Which, which wow. Debbie, which Debbie pointed out. What, yeah, what as Debbie pointed out in one video, said this this board has some tasteful nudity, and I was like absolutely flabbergasted as to what that could possibly mean because there's like there's like one ass, there's like one whole ass on here, and there's like two half asses, two side butts, and I'm like, that's there's some there's some male chest and a little bit of side boob. Yeah, so there's side boob. Yeah, there's some, oh, I missed. There's the a little boob. bit of side boob. Yeah. Like next to none. So mm. all so all told, there's like maybe two asses and like a half half of a half of a boob. It's like just a half a boob. Who wants half a boob? Come on. Uh yeah. But yeah, so I mean I think Debbie was hoping that there was gonna be like uh you know, David's dong was gonna be hanging out or something, but nope, nothing like that here. It's all very <laughs> wow, they tasteful. They put leafs everywhere. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So tasteful. I'm sure that that was a that that's got to be an addition from later in the ages, isn't it? Like, I'm pretty sure they didn't care back then. They did not. They did not. Anyway, so that's how you play Fresco. Count up your points. Uh, oh, one thing I did forget 
is that anytime you're moving along the point tracker and you are about to occupy somebody else's space because you happen to land on another person, you can choose whether you want to go ahead or behind them. You can never take the same spot, but when you do land, you can pick whether you want to go forward or behind. Because if you go behind, you might be able to pick your your wake-up time, which could be more advantageous. Or if you want to go ahead like in the last round, I mean, that's obviously what you're trying to do. Um, it also sort of gives you this an extra point. So that's something that's kind of interesting in this uh, that does, you know, it's it's rare that it comes up, but it does play a part for sure. Plus it helps eliminate tiebreakers. Exactly. There's no tiebreakers in this. So yeah, it's kind of ties. Cool. No ties. Zero. That's right. Anyway, that's Fresco. There's quite a lot going on. I mean, in- if there's a lot going on and there's a big can of beer I'm drinking, it's, uh, it's not... Not going it, well over it's here. It's a win-win. Makes, makes for a messy situation. As I said, this is uh, this is kind of one of um, Queen Games' kind of flagships. Like they're they have a, a whole slew of games that that run a similar vein. Um, games like Alhambra and Fresco, of course. Uh, I'm trying to think of others that come out of their out of their particular Kingdom Builder. Yeah, Kingdom Builder. Like they're Did they. Did they do Viticulture? They did not. That was okay. uh, somebody that's, else, that's and we'll Stonemeyer, edit that in later. <laughs> that is Stonemeyer, yes. Okay. So I, I just noticed a lot of similarities between the two, so I thought I'd ask. Well, it, it, like I said, it definitely it runs that vein. Like, like it is, you know, there there is a very specific... I, like I, It's funny, because it's actually kind of hard for me to, ex, to like, explain what what this game runs but it but it like once you play it you're like oh i've played 50 games like 50 different games like this maybe not 50 that's probably an exaggeration but but like i've played other games that that have this similar thing and then just to put just to really push it to the next level is when you sit there and you and you actually think about it you're like oh and 90% of them were made by Queen Games. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this is just their this is like their claim to fame, like this style of game. Um it's it's fun. And and you know what? Like they have been successful because this game and this style of game works. Boom. Plain and simple, it just works. Family, family friendly Euro with kind of a moderate comp like weight. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not it's not you know it's it's not difficult to pick up it's not like there there's a, a decent amount of strategy there without without being too overbearing like it's it's just it's safe after playing it one of the first things i did check was to see if this was like a a spiel nominee mm-hmm. and, and yes it, it definitely was well and and spiel drs yeah and that's that's totally it though right because like this this is this is what the spiel drs like lives for they're like ooh, a completely approachable game that is you know non it, it's it's not obtrusively confrontational while still providing you know a little bit of blocking and player interaction and stuff like that some competition for like position and stuff it's from an age that's at least 600 years old oh baby spiel territory <laughs> It, it is. It, it really, it really, really is. Yeah, there's something about taking these, like, taking these themes, which are like, I don't know, like painting on a wall or some shit. as like, make a, make a game out of it. And you're like, that sounds boring as fuck. And then you play and you're like, all right, this, this is not bad. That's, that's <laughs> totally it, man. That's like, that is exactly it. It's just this, it's this completely safe game. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. 
I do like how you I do, I do like how you make your uh you like basically force your apprentices to wake up at the crack of dawn. Just go like schlep shit around the city for you. Uh, yeah, well, go fetch me my paints. You know, like I and I did. I did enjoy how the only way you can get keep that extra worker is by waking up at eight or afterwards. You wake up any time before then, and they're like, "No, one of those guys is not making it to work that day." That is a real Debbie esque situation. <laughs> I, I appreciate these guys. Yeah, yeah. More than you will ever know. So, uh, one of the, one of the things I was, uh, I've been having these, like, I've been writing these, a bunch of ideas down in a little notebook. And one of the things that I was coming up with was like, maybe we could Patreon, like, custom components that people can print out for themselves. Maybe, like, we could make a little mini of Debbie that could be, like, your extra worker for Fresco. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Jeez. <laughs> She's like, she only comes out when, when you wake up past eight o'clock. You're like, oh, yeah, sure. I guess I'll show up. 50 yeah. bucks. Why not? Absolutely. <laughs> it has like rude written on the bottom on the base of it. <laughs> you pick it up and look at the bottom. It's like, oh, rude. rude. Put me down. God damn it. <laughs> damn it. Anyway, uh, I totally derailed that one. No, you're all good. Now, one one more thing that is, again, very, very typical of the um, of the whole uh, Queen Games <laughs> MO is that they love to put out expansions like these guys are the expansion kings, I guess. Sure. Are thirsty for it. Queens, hint, hint, kings wait, and wait. queens. The emperor of expansions. Yeah. My God, do they love expansions? Like, I mean, how many how many expansions? We were looking at this beforehand, yeah, and I believe well, you said seventeen. Seventeen possible expansions. Seventeen. The base game oh comes God. with three expansions. Right. What would you do with seventeen expansions? Well, they're all modular, right? So you just like you pick one out and you just just roll with it. But yeah, yeah. they're like I mean they're not like you know big expansions. They're more like you know changing one part of the game well i think uh you were you were mentioning debbie you were asking why there was like spaces on the board next to the portraits like that portrait area yeah so that's for an expansion where you put down um special cards that i think if you if you are able to uh fulfill those portraits like i think there might be some special uh special requirements to get them. But if you can do it, you can actually get like a little bonus from it. Like you get, you know, you can hold an extra dude or like you get an extra space to put guys or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we never, we didn't play with any of them because Lord God, we were playing this on tabletop simulator and like it was just such a battle to try to get Justin to stop playing with the fucking 18 bags that were sitting around with just like extra shit in them. Like I'd be I'd be I'm, doing my turn and then all of a sudden there's just like components all over the other side of the board. I'm like, where the fuck did these come from? I got distracted. <laughs> yeah. But there was some crazy looking shit in there. Like one of them had like an apothecary. One had just like was called the scrolls. Just bananas. The scrolls. One involved sick sick workers. Infected and like workers. Plays. Infected oh, yes, workers, infected that's right. Workers. That's right. Wow. So there's no so despite along the topic of Queen Games being thirsty for expansions, um, there are there is a lot out there. So if you do like the sound of this game, it sounds like there's enough expansions to keep this thing running for a while, a while. Um, 
Oh, yeah. Not to say... I think that might be an understatement. <laughs> we didn't try any of those. And honestly, like, uh, or it's kind of weird because I've played this a few times with our other friends and like, it's always been a fairly good time. Like I've, I've never, I've never had a problem with this game. You know, it's laid back, fun Euro stuff. Um, it's kind of, it, it's kind of, it's, it's got some clever stuff in it. Like the, like the tracker and, you know, planning ahead of time, but not being able to see what other people are doing. So you got to like guess at what people might be going for in the markets and stuff like that. It's uh it's pretty good. I mean, we've never, ever tried to use the expansions. Like this is probably my third or fourth time playing and I never even considered using them. So, I mean, I think it's, I think it's in the vein of like easy-ish euros. It's, it's got, it's got pretty decent legs to it for sure. I think that says a lot for it though, right? Like the idea that you could play it a, like a fair number of times and really not miss, uh, kind of some expanded functionality. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that, that kind of, yeah, I, I think that does say a lot for the game and, and, it's yeah i mean i realize that queen games we kind of potentially may have some issues with them here and there well i do for yeah. sure like they're yeah. i i've i've dealt with them on kickstarter um a couple times now i i mean me kickstarter right like i, I understand that that's completely <gasps> shocking exactly yes it is it is completely shocking um but like they are they are you know what i'm just gonna come out and say it they're they're atrocious they are terrible when it comes to um kickstarters like i i honestly cannot see myself um ever kickstarting something from them ever again they just like so uh, just i think i i did i kickstarted alhambra big box because I've heard nothing but good things about Alhambra and it came out and it had a, a fairly reasonable price tag. And I was like, okay, you know what? Yeah, we can, we can do this. This is fine. Um, and then like <laughs> over, over a year delay. And it's like, this is just a reprint guys. Like you are literally reprinting the game and putting it all in one box instead of multiple boxes. How can you fuck that up? Like, you, like, it just, like, I don't know. You know, I can understand. It's like, oh, you know what? We're making this new, like, totally experimental IP, blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, wicked. You know what? I probably would not have bought in at that point, but <laughs> there it is. But, you know, for Alhambra, this is a good game. Like, I already I already have, like, I know it's it's established and all that sort of stuff. And then just, you know, the uh, <laughs> the return on investment, we'll just say, was not not ideal but that's that's a digression that's and this is not necessarily about kickstarter although realistically we should probably consider doing a uh doing a kickstarter episode or an episode on just not not necessarily like a specific kickstarter but just you know kickstarters in general well i'll tell you if you uh if i if i'm not able to make it to next recording just like feel free to make that just adam's adam complains about kickstarter for an hour oh i I can good or great. Yes. Uh, oof. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, I think Adam has the most experience with said platform. I could be wrong. No, for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. It just, I don't know. Again, like if you're going to, if you're going to do something, especially something where it's, it's, you know, you're, you're just reprinting an IP, like an existing IP, do better. <laughs> just fucking do better. That's all I'm saying. Um, but yes, sorry. But Fresco, what? So what do you? How about them butts, right? Oh, well, no. Like, okay. As as for Fresco, as as for Fresco, the game is 
is good. And again, like uh, there's a reason why it's Spiel die Aris, um fodder. <laughs> and, and that's simply because like they it's it's just one of those games that's completely it's just completely neutral, right? Like it's just it's just one of those neutral games where it's like fun, enjoyable. Yeah. Um yeah. You know, yeah, it's it's weird. Like, there's not there's not much to say about it from my perspective because, yeah, it is. It does fall into that. Like, you know, there no one's gonna get no one leaves the table mad. There's no, no. there's no like real competition. You know, there's some there's some because of the whole like coins at the end thing being points. There are some like opportunities to have like upset wins and stuff depending on because you don't know how much like cash people have stashed away. Uh, just being frugal and waking up at fucking nine, like. The entire you time, a lot of cash, Tom. Buy, buying paints on the cheap and like I don't know, rooting through gutters to like find whatever has been left <laughs> left lying around. Um, but yeah, it's like it's totally totally serviceable. I guess it's it's like it, it implements a lot of a lot of mechanics in a really nice, approachable way. You know, the the art is pretty good. I mean, frescoes I think kind of look like dog shit cuz they're I don't know, 600 years old or whatever and people didn't know what perspective was. Uh and this, this it's, like It's all about art style, Tom. It, okay, like okay, this is the fun. <laughs> They look like dog if you, shit. Okay, look, if you want to look Google Google baby Jesus with abs and just be ready to be amazed. <laughs> That, like the kind of the kind of glorious so art that can be like perpetrated by the whatever age this was, but like it it brings about that feeling, right? It's not it's not looking super CGI or it's not looking from like the twenty twenty twenties or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like it looks like a fresco. It looks like you know somebody went and painted this on a wall. There's like a portrait of people, and they look like they're from whatever whatever century Italy or whatever this is in. Yeah, kind of like a Renaissance era painting of yeah i mean it's all it's all really consistent it's really nice it's you know everybody understands painting buying stuff like there's nothing here that's crazy wild other than the bishop just like wandering around watching you work (laughs) just staring at you like "Mm, (laughs) yes mm." walking around his church or whatever just you know he's coming over and just taking a look yeah i think just at the end of the day like it's just a you know it's a nice laid-back enjoyable game you know it's it's not it's pretty good it's pretty good i don't have much else to say but really i don't know you know it, it does it is good it's that, that's also the thing it's it just it seems really well designed it seems like it has a lot of depth for replayability especially with 17 possible expansions and i enjoyed <laughs> sort of the 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 bidding for play order mechanic like when you wake up and you know i i i liked everything everything was was nice um it's you know it i guess just with everything just being kind of nice it's it's not exciting uh yeah yeah uh, i i i had to force myself to kind of pay attention and not get distracted or bored um but it's nice i like the i like the the programming style like it the game the game introduces that mechanism um, in a not super painful way, which is I I appreciate and I think that it's uh, it's well done. Um, programming the thing to to kind of remember about uh, about programming is that you're you're basically you have to lay your turns out ahead of time. Um, what you're gonna do without really knowing what anybody else is gonna do, and 
you can very easily get, you know, sideswiped without kind of expecting it, without having really any idea that it's going to happen, obviously. Um, and that, I, I kind of like that idea. I like that it, it makes, it makes that just a little bit more, I don't know, fun in a very strange and odd way. Um, and it's just, it's just a different mechanism, right? Like you don't, and I could be wrong, but off the top of my head, I, there's not, um, that I can think of, there's not, I don't know how to put it. So you have your programming games that are super easy, um, which I believe Jamaica is programming. Am I correct? Yeah. Cause it's like two cards. Yeah. Yeah. So you have programming in Jamaica, which is, you know, really easy. And then you can have programming in a much more convoluted style game, which is oh, kind of mechs versus minions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get them. Yeah. Where you can get super frustrated super quickly. And if you have not heard the absurdity of that episode, dear Jesus, uh, go listen to it. Mechs versus minions. Uh, but it is like programming to the point where there's times when you want to do nothing but scratch your eyeballs out because, <laughs> oh. oh, I mean, Oof. well, you're not wrong. Realistically, but, yeah. I, we've all been in a situation where we've like spun circles <laughs> and well, yeah. Been Guess I'm turning again, huh? Really unhappy <laughs> yeah, about it. I got no choice but to turn around. <laughs> yeah, like that's got to be one of the worst parts of programming. And so I like the fact that this game is kind of middle ground. Like it's yeah, it's just like it's it's a nice thinker, but not like I want to bash my head against the wall kind of game. And that's kind of what I enjoy about this. Um, it, it makes you like, I honestly, you have to think about the color wheel, which is quite funny because you don't realize how you don't use things like that. Often. Yeah. There is, hand, there is, there is, there's handy player aids to make sure that you don't, uh, don't get that confused, but right. you gotta, you gotta know but to look I, at it, which yeah. I think is, is half the battle. <laughs> yeah. Wait, do I know what orange made? Then my four-year-old's like, orange (laughs) is made up of red and yellow, you idiot. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. (laughs) La-dee-da. It's just, I just, I don't know. There's, that's one of those things that I just, I enjoy about this, about this game is that I, you know, I I find that it's a little more kind of relaxed yet kind of challenging version of, um, yeah, of, of programming. You don't ever really want to go ballistic on somebody at any point in time. So it's not, you know, like massively hyper competitive. Um, but you do kind of have to be strategic and, and lay it out and, and plan your things out. Um, and, and really just hope that the person before you isn't looking at what you're looking at. I mean, the number of times I think Adam said, dear God, why did you take that? Um, the one thing I didn't want you to take. Oh, what? Happens Adam a lot. Have just woken up early, right? Dude, I, right. <laughs> I I don't. You know what? In this entire game, I can only wake up so early. Debbie's trained me so I, well. Oh my god! <laughs> I have seriously. I was nowhere near getting an apprentice at any point in time in this game. Like, not even close. I was actually closer to losing somebody than, <laughs> than I was to gaining somebody. For at least 75% of the game. So didn't wake up early enough. And yeah, I no, I did. That's my problem is I woke up too early, too often. Mm, uh, yeah, yeah, actually, you know what? Never mind. Good yeah. point. <laughs> I was trying to be human like the rest of you, and I just proved the reason why. You just shouldn't be like that. You should never wake up early. Just, just don't do it's it. It's not worth it. <laughs> uh, it's, 
It's just not good. No, exactly. It's just don't. Just don't. And always make sure the bishop is watching. Ooh. Oh, my. Oh, God. boy. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Jeez. The art's nice. Like, I mean, it's, uh, they've, like, they've done a good job of, uh, of making it a game that's, you know, easy to look at. It is a little odd. I think the first time I saw it, when I saw the, like, tiles laying on top of the pictures and they had, uh, like, just the little squares of color on them, I did think that was a little odd when I first saw it. But, I mean, once you figure out what's going on, I mean, it kind of makes sense. So. Oh, I mean, I've never, never seen the the full copy of it. There are little pieces that are a little confusing. The whole thing on the side where you can put mm. colors into—I don't know—that was just weird. But oh, yeah. it's a good game. I, I, well, I think it. I, I will give like the graphic design was really well done. I thought once you got used to the game and what everything does, everything felt fairly clear. It's like okay, this tile has blue, red, and orange. So that's what I need. And, uh, you know, you put a guy down to paint or paint a portrait and it's times three coins. So it's like, okay, I get three coins. Everything felt very recognizable. Like everything had the same symbology where it belonged. And uh, I, I really appreciated that because some games tend to get a little... I don't know, fancy or just unclear or use some just made up symbols. And it tends to look nice at first glance, but it takes away from the actual gameplay. So I will I will have to mention that. But the real question is, would you pick it up? Well, well, I don't own it. And uh, but were I to say grade this on a would I uh, keep it or, you know, get rid of it? Uh, this would probably be a game I would get rid of um, or in my case, not buy. And it's not because it's a bad game. I think it's a really very well designed, solid game. And it seems like a pretty good place to kind of, you know, start learning about all those Euro style mechanics. Um, but I kind of found it a little boring. Um, and even you are, yeah, I, I know. It, so you know. And this from just my personal opinion, like I, I kind of found it a little boring. Um, and, but you know, that's just me. That's nothing against the game. That's just not really, it's not really my preferred play style if i were to grab a game and play it um if i did own this i'd either i'd probably it would probably end up going you know you know up to the farm or you know give it to somebody with a cabin and it seems like a good game like that kind of like uh a lot of it kind of reminded me of like castles of burgundy it had that kind of play style where it's well designed and you know but i just didn't really find it fun um but if you are looking for kind of a decent weight euro game you know and that's what you like it, it seems like something that uh, you might want but for me um it'd be a be a toss would you keep it debbie would i keep it i don't know that my husband would ever let me get rid of a game well, excuse you whoa whoa the gauntlet <laughs> we've tried we have tried to get rid of games and we've like gotten rid of like a handful of them and then it just kind of falls off the radar a little bit <sighs> Nonetheless, and how does that make you feel, Debbie? This is this is counselor corner now. How does it let it out? What the what the fuck? quick, we we don't have time for that. What's your review? (laughs) Uh, So I uh, 
I give this uh I give this a four out of five. If you're if you're a Euro gamer, um or you kinda like that kind of the more relaxed think tank, you know, you like the idea of programming um, on a, on a fairly, uh, kind of medium field, kind of like Justin said, right? Like if it's a, it's pretty midweight for, um, for a Euro, which I, I do actually enjoy. Um, I, I don't know, maybe the older I get, the less crunchy I like it. I don't know. I don't know. Fra- phrasing. I did- phrasing. <laughs> what? Oh, nothing. <laughs> See on Reddit. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so yeah, so I had actually I'd give it a four out of five, which is you know if you get the if you get the chance to play it, absolutely do it. Um, I I think that this probably spans a, a decent uh, number of people that would actually enjoy this kind of game, um, just because it isn't super heavy, but it isn't really you know light and super easy. I think it fits a good niche that's uh, middle ground. Uh, it was a little slightly overwhelming watching the video and looking at it at first because there's it seems like there is a lot going on um but it's not that bad once you get playing it um it's yeah I, it evens out pretty good and and i do i do look forward to playing it again really so uh yeah uh thomas what about you uh so i'm on a keep or not keep because this is my game and i have too many games and i need to figure out what to throw out um fresco is i i'm trying to think of other like medium games that I have any kind of or medium medium weight sort of euros that I have any kind of affection for and this kind of it's kind of as it I don't know it's weird like I agree with Justin that it's a little bit little bit stodgy I guess a little bit like there's nothing funny other than like again making your people wake up in the in the crack of dawn and you know there's some butts which is fun but um there's nothing really like memorable about it but I mean for what it is it's pretty good and it's, you know, it's light enough that I probably could start introducing my kids to it at some point uh, early on, and no one's going to get super mad about anything, and it deals with color, and there's bright, colorful cubes and stuff to play with, so I think I think I'll be keeping it around, um, because it, it, it is a fun, fun little game. Um, I don't think it's, it's not super long for, for a Euro game, which is nice, um, and you, like you said, Debbie, it's got some of that like fun programming stuff without it really. It's kind of disguised as disguised programming, I guess. It's not like overtly like you do this thing and then you turn left and then you make sure that it goes forward three times and then do a loop or whatever. Um, so it's yeah. it's nice that it's kind of introducing these concepts. So for me, it's a keep. Um, you know, if you're interested in it, fire it up on Tabletop Simulator or whatever. And if you think you'll like this sort of thing, you can't really go wrong. It's a, you know, good game with a shitload of expansions. So, I mean, probably a good thing to add to your collection if you don't have that sort of like middle of the range sort of Euro to go off of. Uh, yeah, and that's me. Uh, Adam. Um, I'm on a 10 point scale. Um, this is, I mean, again, despite my, my personal feelings towards Queen Games, which are not <laughs> that flattering. Um, yeah, they just—I don't know. Anyways, that—that's not—that's—that's not—that's not for this uh, discussion. Um, it's a, the game is good. Like it's again, it's it's very middle of the road. It's very just kind of there, <laughs> you know. And and I I just I don't know. I kind of hate to say it, but that's that's really it, man. Like it's just kind of there. Like it's 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 nothing special. 
Um, which I mean, isn't not, not ever, not every single game has to be, you know, a, a blockbuster, but it, this one just kind of, it's just so, it's just so meh. <laughs> um, yeah. w- like with that being said, I mean, the game itself is very good. Do I think it needs 18 expansions? God, no. Uh, like, please, can we, can we not have 18 expansions? Um, and it, it's, yeah, if you get a chance to play it, like, go ahead and play it. It, I wouldn't necessarily go out of my out of my way to try and buy a copy of it. I guess um, if I had to put a number on it, like it's like I, I want to give it like an eight because it's it's better. It's definitely better than average. But with that being said, it's just nothing special, I guess. So eight. I think it's an easy pickup when you know how the game plays. Sure. I think it's a it's an enjoyable. You can still kind of the wheels can still turn a bit and you can, you know, talk to your talk to your friends while you're playing and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, I just I that's I yeah, I I don't really know how else to put that, but it's I just feel like it's it's kind of it's not the kind of game I don't think that you would play with um like just to walk in uh, into a into a situation with friends and you're like, hey, I'm going to pull this out. I want to teach it to everybody. It's not that kind of game, but it's that kind of game where it's like it's a good one to have where everybody knows it. And it's it's easy and enjoyable, yet slightly thought provoking in a way where it's like, you know, we have an hour and a half worth of time. Let's let's pull out Fresco like it's, you know. Um, yeah. So it's it's almost like your like heavier weight uh time filler right like we talk about how often like there's these games that we have that are small box and they take like 15 minutes to play and you play it when you're just trying to fill that void i feel like fresco is that kind of game right a little bit longer of a time frame but yeah when people know it like sure why not pull it out make it your kind of your 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 time filler and i think this game probably fits well into that yeah yeah no yeah i I can see that yeah again like i like i said it's just it's it's a good game it's just there's there's just there's not a lot of substance you know it's like where's the where's the beef it's in those 17 expansions well you know i i hate to be the i hate to be the guy who like shits on someone's parade but man i'm not i'm i'm not willing to look through 17 expansions to to find the combination yeah i don't have that kind of time man i I just i don't blame blame you Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know that I'd want to obtain seventeen. Like, well, well, it's it's not hard they, to obtain them because they, they all come in job. one. Yeah, they, they set out a big. They just box. come in like the gotta, big box. You just got to kickstart it, then wait a year, oh. and wait and wait a year beyond delivery, like beyond Ooh. their delivery date for a reprint. <laughs> uh, again, fuck, do better. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> do better. Cool, 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 cool. Thank you again for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you want to get a hold of us or whatever, you can email us at collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at CGS Podcast, and you can find me at Team Rage Tom. If for some reason you want to get a hold of any of us or send me a message and tell us what you like, and you know, or ask me a question, or just you know, get in touch. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, Justin. Hey, man. Well, if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me on the Twitter at Don't Trust Justin. Um, you can uh, see uh, links to your favorite frescoes uh, that you've seen in, in the real life. Uh, and uh, I guess as a little side note, um, me and a couple of friends have a Kickstarter, hopefully coming in December, for it is called Big Little Sumo. 
Um, and, uh, yeah, you can Google that on Kickstarter and, um, it's, uh, you know, for, uh, sumo figures that you can print out, uh, on a 3d printer. Um, my friend is designing them. He's, uh, put a lot of work into, uh, sculpting, uh, all the butts. So, um, if you want a little tasteless, uh, tasteful, uh, butts, uh, you, you can find them on the sumos. How about you, Adam? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know where I was going with that. Something I, else. Oh, just, all right. A lot of butts in this oh, episode. I mean, it, it worked in the end. I was just like, there's in a... The end, oh, yeah. Yeah. There, um, there, was, there was a lot of yeah. studying butts to uh, sculpt those. Fat yeah. formations. Mm. Uh, if, you, if you are looking to get a hold of myself, uh, you can catch me on all social media at For the Win, F-O-R-T-H-E-W-H-Y-N. Um, I am... Basically, at the time of this recording, I am headed into kind of my finals, or I am in my finals week, um, which is exciting and terrifying, all in the same, uh, all in the same string. So I'm hoping, um, you know, to get into this winter break between semesters and have a little bit of time to do a little bit extra streaming and stuff like that. Come check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash for the win, uh, F-O-R-T-H-E-W-H-Y-N. And, uh, yeah, we can talk about sumo bots if you really want. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll ship the information back to Justin and his, uh, and his big little sumo team. Would that now be against TOS? Talking about bots? Terms of, uh, Twitch terms of service. No, it's so, so, uh, yeah, I, Having a detailed discussion about the shape of people's bums is not. Okay. I mean, as long as it's not, as long as that is not the, it, well, well, as long as it is not the sole focus of your stream, <laughs> like the TOS is so awkwardly worded. It's as long as it's not the sole focus of your stream. And as long as you do something <laughs> to try to like not make it uh, the sole focus of your what stream. If you we're just talking about the shape of. Of the human butt, not someone's butt in particular. Man, they have people on there who literally do body painting. Yeah, you know, from from nude, basically uh, pasties. But you know, but you get the point, right? Like it's I, it's I a very. I don't believe you. What what would I have to look <laughs> up to find that? I will uh, I will find you a bit of sauce. Oh, wow. <laughs> Excellent. Glad we had this chat voice. <laughs> Anywho, that, that's that's a total digression. Is it is it Debbie's turn yet? Yes, <laughs> Debbie. Uh, how about uh, what 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 can we where can we find you if we need to share some sauce? Oh dear God! So there are days when I really want to cry about being the only girl in a group of four. Uh, these are the days when we start talking about sauce, butts, and body painting. Nonetheless, please God reach out to me. You can get me at at Mrs. Wynn. That's at M-R-S-W-H-Y-N. You can get me on Instagram and Twitter. And like Tom said, you can get us as a group at CGS Podcast on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you guys. We like to hear what you like, what you don't like, if there's anything you think that we should try. Um, I don't know if there's some Queen Games game that you're like, hey, Adam, take back your attitude. I have no problem with their games. I I have problems with their Kickstarter (laughs) practices. All right, so somebody reach out and save me from this group of boys, <laughs> please, please. She 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 deserves she deserves a, a talented group of people to work with, and she's it's stuck true. here. It's true. <laughs> Help me! All right, uh, uh, good okay, stuff. So I usually feed into it, so I can't say much. But nonetheless, like I said, uh, give us a shout. Let us know that you're out there and that you're listening, because uh, it makes us smile, and we like to hear from you. So. 
Thanks, guys. All right. Well, thank you again so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have the great rest of your day. We will be back at you next week with something fun. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. Bye.